so my friends are starting to get into like uh, Bert Kreshner's uh, and Tom Segura's podcast recently. Oh, Two Birds, One Cave? Yeah. Dude, like... They, they sent me a, a bunch of, like, not a bunch of stuff, but like they keep sending me like the, the clips from uh, from when Bert Kreshner admits like he drinks like a gallon of Kool-Aid, just a fucking water jug like that. It's hilarious because he's like, how much is that? It's like, oh, it's a half, uh, it's, it's like a half gallon or like some quarts or whatever. And he's like, how many of these do you drink a day? He's like, oh, I can go through two of these easily. And then Tom just starts dying of laughter. But even that is just scratching the surface. He'll literally take what he calls pool showers. So he'll just go into the pool with like a bar of soap. And he's like, oh, it's fine. Like that, that that's clean. Can you believe that? rich people are weird dude honestly like i i want to be that rich where i just don't give a fuck but no honestly right because um uh, his brand revolves around him being that way no no, i was gonna say because he's always been like that too that's that's the thing yeah it's not like oh it's a new like oh he got rich and then he just like uh, whatever became weird yeah he's always been like that kind of intense personality or always been like if i believe in something it's got to be right and then you know he's Mm -hmm. like why, why why change like if it's broke don't if it's not, if it ain't broke, if it's broke, don't fix it. That, that's that's <laughs> if it what. Ain't broke, uh, don't fix it. it that's exactly. that. That personality is what made him rich. Like those things. So like, there's no way he's gonna. I should probably turn on this light. I'm getting the. <laughs> there we again. go. Again, there we go. Yeah, it's um. Goodbye, Edward. My people need me. Did I tell Hector to get on? He didn't. He didn't reply. Uh, what is Hector? Got you? kidding. <laughs> Let me see. Where is Hector's uh, about to get his uh, first Michelin tire? <laughs> Dude, literally, I I told him like we we got to get Hector on Master Chef. Honestly, yeah. There was this there was this lady who, after she won, started flossing, and I was like, like this lady is like thirty, maybe almost forty, and I was like, oh. that's why she's flossing because she's almost thirty. <laughs> No, no, no. She's almost 40. That's why. She's like that's 30, why. almost 40-ish. And I was just like, uh, like, why would you No, but that's that? why. She's old. That, that's why. Fuck, dude. Like, fuck. That's only like half a lifetime away for us. Half Anyways. a lifetime? I'm 23. I had to think about it for a second. 23. Yeah. I'm turning 24. Dude, I thought I was 20. Look, uh, I, like I went to a bar yesterday. I, I uh, how do you call it? Uh, I, I forgot I was 21. What like like they were like oh they were like oh what would you like to drink I'm like oh no I'm all right I'm 23 <laughs> I'm good wait I'm not good give me I'm not good give me I, I there's this like uh there's this a uh, bar called the uh, Hive of Scum and Villainy mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's literally like the the Star Wars the model after the Star Wars Cantina it is so good it's in Hollywood mm-hmm. and they got like some amazing drinks it's uh it's pretty good it's not too expensive either. Well, what were we talking about before? <laughs> honestly, no, no, no. And it was funny because I was going to say right now, like, hey, um, you're going out in the middle of a pandemic. But then I was like, well, you know, you're vaccinated. And I'm vaccinated. I mean, I, I'm like over here hoping other people are vaccinated and stuff. But uh, like, because, oh, so you know how the CDC said people can now 
not wear masks indoors and outdoors if they've been fully vaccinated, defining fully vaccinated as two weeks after the second shot or two weeks after mm-hmm. the first shot with like Johnson and Johnson with like the one shot. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't, I mean, I definitely understand. I, okay. No, I, I don't, I just, I'm just kidding. I, I don't understand. I, I would, I would understand if people were, honest and open about like hey you know i've gotten my vaccine and stuff like that but you can't really track those kinds of things and and most people are just gonna straight up fucking lie or they're gonna be anti-vax anyways and just be like i'm gonna i got a fake card so i don't like i don't care like people are paying to get fake cards when you can get a free vaccine that actually works and it's like i don't understand i don't i it's so simple you just get a shot you're sick for like a day or two or may- maybe, maybe, or you have no symptoms at all and then you're fine and then you're, you, you're you protected. It's not like you have to stand in like an hour long line anymore because at this point, there are shots everywhere. People are getting yeah. them 16 and up, 12 and up, like everyone has easy access to it in the big cities. I'm going to say I'm in the big cities because I don't know how it's going right now in like rural Virginia and stuff like that where they definitely don't you know are most likely are not going to try and get it because they're like it's a liberal thing or whatever right yeah but i'm telling you it's like this it seems kind of irresponsible for the cdc to say it so early on because we've only Mm -hmm. had the vaccine for a few months at this point and we know for a fact there are people who are straight refusing it straight up gonna lie about it or just not do you know they're they're not gonna be honest and be like yeah sure i got the vaccine whatever and you're like I don't know. I I would definitely still not take off my mask. Even oh, even no. if like let's say even if my work was like you guys can go ahead and take off your masks if you're in the store it's fine. I would keep it on like because yeah, no. I've liked not having a cold. I've liked my allergies not going blowing up and everything like that because with the mask when I'm outdoors I like it my my allergies have gone I I haven't been how I have in the past with regards to allergies. And cold slash flu season because cold and flu season was actually basically non-existent this year, too. They were reporting numbers of like almost no nothing because masks do work. And for future reference, I'm always going to wear a mask in the event that I ever get sick. Like, let's say it's all over. It's like a year or two later. And then I get a cold. Mm -hmm. I would put on a mask. I'm and I'm, mask, I'm, yeah. I'm, they'll be like, what do you have a mask on? I'm like, oh, because I'm sick right now. And I don't want to get other people sick, right? And okay, that makes sense. But right now, it seems kind of irresponsible for the CDC to be saying, hey, take, go ahead and take off your mask because you're fully vaccinated. Go ahead, guys. Yeah. Like, no, like, there are still so many nurses who are against the vaccine. Think about okay. that. Okay, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I have I have to stop you at that point. Like, there's so much that I want to say about what you said before. Okay. But on this point in particular. Break it down. I, I have to stop you here. Do you know why? Because do you know what kind of people end up going into the nursing program? The like, people that nurse- get into, like, eight-month programs and things like that, right? And, like, technical cool. schools. and Not just that. Look, I know, I know two people directly in my life, or almost three people directly in my life. One of them I trust with my life. I'm completely fine with. She's like the mom of one of my friends. We're really close. You know, like I, I, I can put trust in her that she knows what she's doing. Like mm. anytime. The two other people are or were my friends at one point from high school. One of them believes in the power of healing crystals, chakras and, uh, you know, uh, what, what's that thing called? Uh, she, uh, she thinks that she's like a, an empath, I think they're called. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
I'm my, not going to say your name, obviously. My eyeballs almost fell out of my sockets how hard, how hard I rolled them. <laughs> right? It's like just your brain starts liquefying out of your ear. And, and like she's constantly encouraged by other people who believe that too. And this, this person is like a nurse, a medical professional, quote unquote. And, and, and like she's like professional. Professional. Or I, I forgot if she was a nurse or an EMT. It was one of those two. Uh, either way, I, I, I you know. Uh, but yes, uh, the other one, I trust him too. Like he, when, even when he's high, he's always because uh, like that's what I remember him as. Like he was, he's one of my close friends from before, and I remember him being uh, liking weed like I did. And he would also drink, and he also drinks right now. But he's still reasonable. Like a story, I, like just to put it into perspective, a story I just recently heard about him that happened recently. And uh, how do you call it? He there were there was some dude pretending to have a gun on him while he was inside of a car. Uh, th- they just got ma- like the dude just got mad at at, at my two friends because uh, the dude was like jerking it in his car. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, start from the beginning with this story. What? <laughs> OK, so my, my 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 two friends were looking for a place to post up. Right. It's when you smoke mm-hmm. weed outside. Yeah. Outside of your house. And. uh and they were nearby their house. They were nearby a Taco Bell, of course. And uh, this dude just was just jerking at his car. And some girl passed by and was like, and went to go tell them to call the police. And they were like, ah, we really don't want to call the police because of reasons. So, reasons. not to mention reasons. <laughs> uh, and so they went to go confront the guy. They were they, The girl didn't tell him that he was jerking it, I think. I, I don't remember that part that clearly. And, no. and though they go... They either catch him or they just see him like trying to quickly tuck everything away. Uh, and the dude comes out and tries because he's Hispanic. The dude, of course he is. He tries to act all cholo. And all, he's all just like, like, yeah, he pretends to get something out of his uh, out of his glove compartment and acts like he has a gun. And it's like and, a calculator or something. Uh, yeah. Well, we I, we never found out what, what he was holding. But uh, uh, how do you call it? But my friend, the one who's like a nurse or an EMT as well, he decided to just floor it. He floored it on the car, bump like crash into the dude and ha- and throw him onto onto the onto the his car oh onto the the trunk of his car of the Holy other dude's car. Shit! Like this is the dude, right? This yeah. is uh the car. Boom! He fell onto the trunk. Like he hit him onto the trunk of, of the dude's damn. car, and then he just took off. <laughs> well, I mean. And this is the dude that's uh you know that's probably a first responder coming to you if you get a, a shank wound on you. Hey, I mean if he's willing to <laughs> fucking run over the crackhead, you know it's like yeah, who's the man who stabbed you? And you're like he's he's over there in floors the EMT truck. Everyone gets out of the way, so he then has the the power to hit the, the crackhead. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So like these are the people that are becoming nurses and EMTs. It's I mean. I, I still trust this dude to make the like correct smart decisions because I've seen him. But if you, that's all you've heard about him, like that one story, and you know, you're definitely then, gonna have second not, thoughts. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have second thoughts. So it's like, God, yeah, you know, it's it's uh it's a bit like these are the kinds of people that are becoming uh, EMTs, and so like it doesn't surprise me that a lot of nurses are are like anti-vax. It does not dude, surprise me whatsoever. I, I still like okay. It, while it doesn't surprise me, I don't understand how they became nurses if they don't believe in science. Like, 
I they need work. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like they're, they're not even real nurses. They'll just be like, oh, I'm the nurse here. And they're just doing paperwork like all day. They don't yeah, actually know anything. Like secretary style. Basically, yeah. We're, or they'll be like the ones that just draw blood and then take your weight and that's it. And like, yeah. okay, the doctor will be here in like an hour, whenever he feels like, you know, and you're like, yeah. my, like I was scheduled for nine o'clock. Uh, it's 1130 and the doctor hasn't seen me yet. And I've been here since 830 because you guys told me to get here early. And they're an like, hour early. well, we're sorry about that. You know, there's just a lot to do. And then you just, uh, as you're leaving, you see the doctor just sitting at his desk going like, hmm, where to golf today? <laughs> <laughs> Afterward, <laughs> are you okay? We're going to die. Gave me the hiccups. <laughs> Dude, but I, okay, because I'm telling you, I, I don't understand how 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 does a nurse not believe in science? Because of course, the top scientists, the top doctors of the entire world, came together to manufacture, engineer, test to do this, and yeah. yet you have uh, Miss Ramirez over here going, "No, I don't think I'm gonna put that in me because it doesn't seem safe." Like. If there's only one argument that that I can understand, and it's uh, the fact that they feel that the ma- more people in a more vulnerable place should get the vaccine first. But at this point, we're a little bit past that, especially mm-hmm. because like I, I just sent you an email I got about an hour ago. Uh, I on Discord I sent you an image of it. Oh, my- twelve to fifteen year olds are now eligible for the Pfizer BioNTech uh, vaccine. Yeah, the Pfizer one. Yeah, the Pfizer. So literally, basically, like, and those were like the yeah. least vulnerable people. So now literally everyone can just go and get one. That, yeah. Like, that, there's no excuse now. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was going to say, too. Just, because at the beginning when it was first being ruled out, it was, okay, mm-hmm. at-risk people, if you have health issues, if you're older, like, all the those people have the reservation for line, first in line, basically. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> you know, it, it just basically went down. Okay, it was like... 70 and older and then like 60 and up and then like 50 and up and then you know it slowly goes down people in dangerous uh, jobs yeah first responders uh frontline workers uh like retail people and things like essential employees essential employees and all those kinds of things but now like like you said it's at the point where it's like go, go to salt lake park and we're having pfizer like the good vaccine like we're having pfizer vaccines because the beginning was like you get whatever you want you get so you get whatever you get you know it's like it's whatever yeah. but now it's at the that's point what happened to me i got the johnson <laughs> johnson yeah johnson johnson like we're we're trying we're getting there you know we make baby yeah. powder and vaccines but yeah it's like okay everyone has had a chance to get to it like if you haven't gotten it mm-hmm. at this point yeah sure people can be busy sure things can come up but it's like come on you know like yeah, it it should be a priority if you want things to return back to normal. But All my then, homies get get the COVID nineteen <laughs> vaccine. Exactly, dude. Because it's like it's it's a science. It's you can't say science. you can't be like, well, they made it too fast, and it's like they didn't make it too fast. It took us like a year to get here, or a little over a year to get here. And on top of that, it's not like they're baking it from scratch. You know, this they're, is another eat the rich uh, uh, monologue for now. Exactly. Because we'll, we'll do get, you want to we'll know what? Okay, okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. We always do. We'll get there. But it's like, at this point, you know, okay, they built it off of like a flu vaccine off of like another existing medicine. They're they're testing. They tested like the efficiency of the flu shot against it. They tested all these kinds of things. And once they tinker with it, they mess with it. They're not like, we're just going to start from scratch. It's completely random. Fuck it. Put it inside you, you know? It's literally like, okay. This mysterious liquid inside of you. 
<laughs> exactly. It's like we have the blueprint for it. We just need to modify it so it's effective against COVID. And on top of that, any of its new variants. Because you've seen recently too how it's like, okay, there's like a mutation. Because it's been around for longer than a year at this point. The yeah. first recorded one was like in November of 2019 in China. And so, of course, if it's being killed or people are getting resistant with their antibodies, it's going to mutate. It's going to change. That's what a virus does. Like We have seven different strains now of, of the COVID-19 variant. We have the mm. South American, the South African one, the Europe or the Britain, the one that originated British. in Britain, mm-hmm. one that originated in Thailand, I think, one that originated in... I forgot which country. There's there's a lot. There's there's quite a few. And I think Pipster is effective against all of them except for the South African one. Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> I know. Pipster. Um, is there? Pipster. Oh, five hours ago. That's funny. Um, so there's variants in the United States. There's one, two. Th- oh, yeah. So there's. Okay. Um, United Kingdom. South African one. Brazil. Uh, oh, Brazil. There's there a California go. variant, too. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that one. I've seen... I didn't think it was a California one. Yeah, because it says there were two variants that were first identified in California. So that's why they're probably calling it the California one. But like Um, like you said, you never know where it exactly comes from. But still, the point is, there are variants. And so, of course, it's still going to be a long process before we can get back to normal. And that's why, to go back to my point, I, I still think it's really... I know they're the doctors. I know they're the experts, but I still think it's irresponsible knowing how people are, you know, because also oh, no, they are. It is irresponsible because like, <clears throat> like you said, like people are just going to lie. Like, mm-hmm. like even before this, I had I had like everyone else. I was under this illusion that people cared about each other. So they would probably, you know, tell the truth and, you know, wear a mask and stuff like that. But especially considering this last year, how many anti masks mask people there like came out of the woodworks. It's like you can't, you can't trust them to, you know, to mm-hmm. be vaccinated. Like you you th- you had some sort of faith in humanity, right? Before the yeah. pandemic started, because everyone everyone was like posting on social media. Oh my god, guys, we're gonna be in here for two weeks. Oh my god, guys, okay, everyone bunker up for like the next month. Oh my god, guys, we're gonna like just chill and relax. But then you start seeing like the crazy people. Everyone taking all the toilet paper. Everyone buying out all the canned goods. Everyone buying out like. This lady bought like, I don't even know how many bags of flour. And I was like, in my head, I was like, the hell? Like, are you going to use one bag of flour in a month? Like, I don't think so. Like, it's so dumb because at the beginning of it, in my head, I was kind of like, you know, in in my head, I was like, oh, it's not even going to be that bad. But also I was like reassuring myself by being like, well, the supply chains haven't broken down because of course, like a truck driver and everything, they're going to be isolated except for when they're like, you know, they deliver the stuff basically right it's not gonna even be then like, they can still be isolated basically. they yeah. just drop Don't it off it. close exactly. off the door and then the other people come in they pull like, into the back unlock it get back in the cab they take it out it's very easy because also you know, on top yeah. of that they're outdoors but it's like in my head i was like well i know for a fact supply chains aren't going down so when everyone's freaking out i was like all the fresh fruit is still there and i'm like people can just buy it and freeze it like you know but okay yeah. so you can create your own like long-term food if you really thought it was going to be bad exactly yeah and right. i mean you know so with that you start seeing like you said you start seeing all the anti-maskers coming out of the woodwork people going oh this isn't even real like after the first like two months once we're like three months in you start realizing people don't give a shit about each other people are selfish in general and they're like you saw them just going out and partying and going out for like there's 
not even spring breaks, but actually, no, yeah, that was spring because it was started in the lockdown spring technically break. started in March yeah. and April and May. People were like, oh my God, guys, let's go out for summer where beaches spring in Florida break. were packed and stuff like that. Disney World was like reopening and everything. And it's like, like, you know, not, I, come on, dudes. I, I, I don't understand. I, I do not understand. understand how other people can be so. Well, I mean, I, okay, I definitely understand how people can be so selfish because. Like you said, we're getting to the eat, eat the rich part right now, but yeah, how people can be so rich. selfish because you'll see people will literally just hoard generational wealth. Like, yeah, there was this meme where they were like, "If we saw a monkey taking all of the bananas away from the other monkeys and hoarding them and putting them away, we scientists would study them. When humans mm-hmm. do that, they get on the cover of Forbes magazine." Yeah, and yeah, it's like, I, I think I saw that one yeah. too. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. You, uh, dude. Any behavior that you see in a human that most people think is like, well, that that's not that weird, right? It's kind of normal. Once you compare it to an animal, you're like, wait a minute. Animals shouldn't be doing that. And then you're like, wait, humans shouldn't be doing that either. Like, you know, if yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, humans are animals. So we all got to like eat shit and stuff. No, no, no. But I'm saying if someone is literally hoarding multi-generational wealth, like Bill Gates, we talked about that last week too, right? How Bill Gates was like, even though he's getting divorced and he's giving, giving his uh, kids like he's only one of the $10 million. No, 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 not even that. He's only giving the kids $10 million or whatever. Right. Yeah. But he's not yeah. just giving his kids that they have his name. Yeah. Just they have their his name, name alone is going to let them get into universities, get into any job they want. They can just be some bullshit consultant. And then the company will be like, Oh, we have Bill Gates son on our board of directors. Yeah. And oh, he doesn't actually Bill do Gates anything, son. but yeah, exactly. Like we have Bill, Bill Gates son. It's okay. He doesn't do anything. They we love to him. stroke themselves. Dude. His People would rather stroke themselves. You know? Oh, they like to stroke themselves. Don't they stroke themselves? They stroke each other. They get stroked. They stroke the boss. The boss strokes them. Everybody strokes everybody. It's nothing but a big stroke job in this country. Literally. Like, they don't even need him to do anything. As long as he's there, the company can claim, we have Bill Gates' son on our board of directors. So that's how you yeah, know and this is a no good company. And their stock price is going to go up. Exactly. Because people trust the name Gates now. Oh, the name alone. Like the name like literally if Bill Gates left nothing to his children, the children would still automatically be millionaires simply because of the basically the positions they'll be given. Yeah. If he kicked them out with the clothes on their back and a cell phone, they would just call up one of their friends or call up someone and be like, Hey, so uh I need a job. Okay, you're Bill Gates' son. That's mm-hmm. all you need in your resume. You don't need anything else at all. At all. Nothing. You don't need anything. The name, he's created so much wealth and so much power from that wealth that his name is valuable. His name is the asset at this point. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much money he throws away, how much money he's investing, all that kind of stuff. And apparently he had ties to Epstein. So there goes that. Uh, Apparently, okay, apparently that's the reason why Melinda uh, divorced him. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because uh, he he, he wasn't telling her the truth about, yeah. Because well, once the revelations came out that he had ties, she started like a little while afterwards. Allegedly, 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 um, r- reportedly, actually, reportedly, because reported. reported. It wasn't alleged; it was reported. Reported, so, not alleged. Exactly. Not proven either. Reported. That's reported. It. Exactly. Reported. <laughs> like in South Park. Uh, it appears we're reporting a lot of cannibalism and uh, killing people. Oh my God! You've actually seen people eating uh, other people? No, but we are reporting it. And it's like. It's been reported, but it hasn't it's been, been reported. Yes, it's not even alleged yet. Exactly. Reported. Like, I we all, we all know how uh, how weird people can get. I was gonna yeah. say something and I completely forgot. Like I lost my train of thought thinking about like Bill and Bill and Melinda Gates for some reason. It's just slipped my mind. 
Well, uh, you were going to say something else about the this. So uh, when I was saying like the CDC is being irresponsible, and people are going to be selfish, and oh yes, okay. So two things on that. First, uh, like it, I agree, it's really respons- irresponsible the CDC because now all hope of humanity is just gone. Uh, but also they're because it's because they're basing their advice off of the statistical data of the entirety of the United States. So they see that the average or whatever, like the percentage of people vaccinated and all this stuff is like really uh, like it's starting to get high and it's starting to get good across the whole country. Mm-hmm. And they're not taking into account that communities like that their uh, their recommendations apply from the top down. Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't get a top down view by just accounting for the entirety of the United States. Because the percentages in a lot of like individualistic communities, like let's say uh, South Central right here in L.A., most that is they're far below the the state average for people who are vaccinated, like black communities in particular are really under vaccinated. And the CDC, if the countrywide thing was like how most black communities are, where they're really under vaccinated, the CDC would be making completely different recommendations. Mm -hmm. So their top down recommendations don't work. Yeah, because I was also going to say, like, there's. There's tons of communities and things like that where you'll have easy access to it because, you know, they'll be like, hey, we've got it at this park, at this library and things like that. Right. But do you really think like there's the there are really bad parks in South Central where you'll, there's just homeless encampments and things like that? Like I know there's they have homeless encampments in Hollywood along like freeways and things like that. But you also have to remember it's mostly working class people there. And they're like, you get your free Pfizer vaccine from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. on like a Friday afternoon. And it's like, yeah, and they're working then. Yeah. They can't go get it. They either, physically can't be there. Exactly. Like, it's it's they're either they're, they're protected against the, the virus or, you know, they starve. Mm-hmm. Because imagine like, do you think you're really going to have time to be like, hey, boss, I need like a day off work and things like that. And they're like, well, no, you got to keep working or else you're going to you're going to lose your job. Exactly. Like, and then that's also interesting because right now there's tons of places that are closing or offering things to get people to work because no one wants to work anymore because of it's not an unemployment problem it's a wage problem if they're making more unemployment that doesn't say the government's giving them a lot of money it's saying you're not paying them enough there was a yeah eat the rich (sighs) like okay so two things you know what's my favorite version of that Applebee's giving free appetizers. I was just about to, to say people that. who go in to get like uh, to go for interviews. It's like just about you to say that. Fuckers will literally do anything except raise what you pay people. I saw that too. It's like they're trying to offer an incentive to come and get a shit job, and it's a one-time incentive. It's not like, hey, you know what? We're gonna pay you guys livable wages because we know in the long term it's gonna be better for us. Because if we're closed for a week, we're losing out on all this money, all this inventory and stuff like that. Or we pay you a living wage. How's that? Yeah. And then McDonald's was like, you get $50. You get $50, right? If you come in. And since they get all your information for the interview and you have to accept the job if, to get the $50, right? Uh-huh. And if you refuse the job, then the McDonald's is going to report to the unemployment office that you refuse a job and then you're going to lose your unemployment. So that's and then they don't they'll be forced to go to work for McDonald's. Exactly. Exactly. Like or another you have to like or you lose your unemployment, right? But I was also thinking cuz since since the start of it they've said that you you can um you can ch- refuse a job if you feel that you don't feel safe in that environment because like say the workplace hasn't taken good enough space, right? Or like hasn't mm-hmm. hasn't placed the right 
sort of precautions against it, right? But now that yeah. the CDC has said you can be indoors without a mask, that's basically out the window because McDonald's is going to be like, oh, well, you can actually be without a mask as long as you're vaccinated with CDC. And you know what? We're going to, uh, you're going to have to do it. And you're like, I don't want to work this wage slave job, you know? Like right here, we're, I don't want to say we're lucky because it's a higher st- cost of living. So that's why it's like $14 an hour minimum wage right now, yeah. raising to 15 finally in July, right? But it's, there's so many other places. Think of this. The you want to know one place I never see understaffed? Where? In and out. Because they actually and pay them a good wage. I was going to say, I wonder why. And then I was going to, uh, like, mm-hmm. a sign outside almost every In and Out is like $16 minimum, 401k, Medicare, and dental. The and there was like a whole bunch of lists of other the benefits. The retirement plan. Everything yeah. that In and Out is going to give you when you get hired totally outweighs the straight cash that unemployment's going to give you. Like, you're going to be, you know, you you know, it's always going to be busy there and you know, they're always going to have the money to make it because of the quality of the product. Same thing with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has like tuition reimbursement, everything mm-hmm. like that. Like, well, my, my cousin, she worked for In-N-Out and she got her tuition reimbursed and she has like all her benefits and everything like that. Like she can basically support herself and my aunt and like the living place by herself, basically, because of how well they pay. And that's what minimum wage was supposed to be. You, yeah, the goal of minimum wage was supposed wage. to be for, Yeah. There's so many wage. I've seen so many posts of people saying the same thing of it's like, hey, whenever someone berates a minimum wage job and says, well, they should be making minimum wage. You're basically claiming that they shouldn't be able to live off of that job and that that job is beneath you. Yeah. And there's so many posts of the same thing of saying, oh, um, people making twenty five dollars an hour are worrying that fifteen dollars an hour is too much instead of worrying that the millionaires are making too much. And maybe they should make a little more an hour, you know, because like yeah. if, if you spend your entire life going, I'm making twenty five. Why are they making fifteen? Why should they make twenty for minimum wage? That's dumb. Why? Why shouldn't I make more? Oh, wait, did you just did you hear that? Why shouldn't I make more? Maybe you should make more based on yeah. the value that you're giving. Not unlike I'm sitting here for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. Oh, I'm looking productive. Productivity has gone up. All wages have stagnated while CEO bonuses have inflated out the wazoo. It, it, here's the thing, because that's what capitalism is. Capitalism is intrinsically Everyone else has to fend for themselves while rich people benefit from socialism. Mm-hmm. And because that, that's essentially what capitalism is. It's socialism for the rich and who everyone else can just fuck off. Yeah. yeah. It's always also going to be a race to the bottom because mm-hmm. unfortunately that's how marketing and things work. It's like, hey, my thing is $10. Well, mine's $9.99. Well, mine's $9.95. And then by the time you get to the bottom, you're outsourcing most of your stuff. You're like, oh, I'm getting stuff from, by, made by little kids in China just to make my shirts a dollar. Yeah. Like – you can't like like you said before you can't have ethical capitalism because yeah, the can. companies are inherently going to race to the bottom make sure their profit margins are super high keep the shareholder value high cuz apparently shareholders are what you want to keep happy but in and out has learned that you have to keep the customer happy. You keep the customers yeah. happy with a good product by the workers are I'm not, I'm not going to say the workers are like happy but they're yeah. definitely not like the difference between service at a In-N-Out and a McDonald's is definitely noticeable. But of course, because the McDonald's people are working 24 hours a week, like not even they'll be working like three hour shifts and just have to come in to just fuck off for like three hours and no benefits, nothing at all. Meanwhile, In-N-Out's fully staffed. People don't know what they're doing. They're on top of it, you know, like people try and say it's a low skill job. OK, Karen, I'd like to see you prepare a burger order in under five minutes. Like I was going to say, there's no such thing as an unskilled job. There's no such thing as unskilled labor. 
Uh, well, I mean, technically there is a, a landlords. Landlords are unskilled labor. <laughs> well, because I mean, I was going to say, I don't want I don't want to be a bootlicker, but because to be fair, landlords do have to like, let's yeah. say, take care of properties. And well, I guess that would be a property manager instead. So, yeah, well, like, like, here, here's the thing. So. Some landlords like, say, me and my dad, we take care of the maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not being that's not the job of a landlord, quote unquote. That's mm-hmm. the job of the maintenance person, mm-hmm. which is what we do. We function as two roles, the landlord and the maintenance person. The value of our labor comes from the maintenance, which is how we justify owning the land and being a landlord. Mm-hmm. But the landlord literally own it's a job so unskilled a newborn can do it because all you do is own the property, have your name on the yeah. piece of paper, and it's collect it. the rental income. Yeah. So it's literally the one of the very few and only jobs that are genuinely unskilled because mm-hmm. all you have to do is exist that's yeah, it that's really all you have to do. like let's say you have a rich dad and he owns land he's like son this land's gonna be yours why because it was mine before that whose was it before that my father's before that and it's just that's mm-hmm. it it's just mm-hmm. like it's like a monarchy it's a it's a monopoly on land by yeah inherently people with money you know because i understand too like okay i'm not gonna say oh edward you're a landowner so you're rich you know it's it's not like that but it's like 99 percent of people that are buying land are not buying it to live in they're buying it to just okay i'm just gonna outsource this and stuff like that and it's like yeah it's whatever i'm just gonna raise the prices and upkeep that who cares about upkeep because you hear so many horror stories about that how they're like so um those are slumlords and i want to make a key difference landlords are garbage slumlords are worse and like, there's a distinction between bad and worse. Like that—that's one key thing. Like, if you at least like do your job as a landlord the way you justify your job, you're still a landlord. You're still kind of scum, like I am. But slumlords are like just awful people. Like a lot of landlords are just placed in a situation where if they don't play into their like land and stuff, mm-hmm. like me, like you don't really have a lot, a lot of options. To be fair. Like, you have to inherit that land if you want to make a decent, livable, like, living, mm-hmm. especially since you grow up with that. Mm-hmm. But you have to at least do the repairs. You have to at least do your job as a maintenance worker. Yeah, you got to do yeah. something. You got to yeah. you gotta give so that you can take. Because, yes. like you said, there are some landlords who are just take, 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 and that's it. And they're just yeah. like, where's, it's the first, where's my money? You told them a week ago, uh, but the trash isn't fixed. Oh, uh, like in Spider-Man, you'll get yeah. your rent when you fix that damn door. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously. Like What's the only time there's any like like we try to handle all the repairs like ASAP. If like there's like the tree over there was like kind of like starting to hit the telephone line and causing problems. Oh, no, you got to take care oh, of that. Like this weekend, we like the weekend of that when that started happening, we just snipped it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because we can't have our tenants be living in garbage holes. Exactly. Because, you know, we're not horrible people. We're landlords. Mm-hmm. We're scum. We're not horrible people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference. Yeah. But, like, yeah, just, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's the, honestly, it's the greed. It's it's the greed of people. Mm-hmm. And, like, th- this was the other thing that I was going to say before, like, when we were first starting to get into Eat the Rich. It, when You know, when someone says, oh, they made it too quickly. The, the question we should be asking isn't how they made it so quickly. The question we should be asking is... Why does it take so long to make a vaccine in the first place? It because takes 10 years to make a vaccine. And it's because they don't have the funding necessary to create a vaccine. In this one, it funding. was a worldwide pandemic where they gave them all the fucking money. And they were able to create one in a year. It's like, a united effort. This one is a united. People can't seem to understand. This was a worldwide effort by the 
top scientists, top doctors, top everything. People are were dying in like just waves, waves of bodies, like kind of like, you know, India is pretty bad right now because they don't have the same type of infrastructure to like distribute that kind of stuff or mm-hmm. just honestly, sometimes it's cultural issues where they're like, oh, if I wear a mask, I'm not going to see macho and things like that. And, yeah. you know, things can happen like that. But it's like people don't understand that. Know? That scientists have to beg for funding and be like, ah, oh, so I need some funding to try and see if we can do a test. And I'm like, okay, we'll come back to you in like a month or so or like two months yeah. if they're lucky. I'm, I'm, uh, these aren't real numbers, but you know, we'll come back to you yeah, in like yeah, three yeah. months or something. Okay. And then you keep doing your research in those three months. And then three months later, they're like, so we've approved you. And in six months, you'll be getting your funding and your team. And you're like, okay, then. But this one was like, like how am I going to do it now? During that time. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if the Black Plague had came out now. Of course, people are going to be like trying to cure it. People aren't going to go, oh, the black plane. Well, the black plane still exists. Yeah, but like, I mean, not, it still not infects like a lot of people. Yeah. It, it, it's not widespread, but the reason is a preventative measures like hygiene. It, yeah. It's not like the, the, the plague itself disappeared or stopped being as deadly or, or as infectious. It's just that we now know about like hygiene. Mm-hmm. And we don't have, we're not living with like literal rats all over the place, like on our bodies and shit. Yeah. Cause I mean, Back then, they didn't have the they didn't have antibiotics or anything like that, and so I was checking it. And according to the CDC, you know they they can it can be treated with antibiotics, and they work best if given within twenty four hours of the first symptoms. So it's like, yeah, the bubonic plague is still around, but you're not going to die from it because of yeah. modern medicine, because yeah. of the advancements. Like there was this dumb bitch who was like, oh, no one needed masks or vaccines when the bubonic plague, and it's like, um, Becky, two thirds of the world died, yeah. like. The bubonic plague is why people have last names. I found out this because, yeah, because people, whenever peasants were born, they would just be named John. And that's it. Because if there was John from somewhere else, they would never meet because you're not going, you, you're born in a mud hole. You die in that mud hole. You work around that mud hole. That's it. That's not like, I'm going to go down to the, you know, the town next door because you need a horse and rich people have horses or rich people have transportation. Poor people aren't going to have transportation. Exactly. No, no, no. It's yeah. Well, yeah. Rich people always had last names because they'd be like, you know, Anastasia the third of england or whatever or yeah like someone buckingham some stuff yeah, like that to right? denote the difference between them and the commoners whatever. because there would also be king george from like germany sure. king george from britain and then like all the different georges right but mm-hmm. since that happens to common people common people don't interact with other people so john from here is john from here and if there's john that's like a son of someone else to be like oh that's john someone's son and that's it but then that slowly started evolving into so the bubonic plague killed most most of Europe as we saw that, right? Um, as we all know from last week, the bubonic plague. Facts. Facts. Edward was there. And yeah. so I was there. Because I of, caused it. Exactly. So because of the bubonic plague part somewhere and it, it's kind of spread. Exactly. Like, oh man, you get to eat some bad Chinese food and the bubonic yeah. plague just comes out. Yeah, man. Sometimes it just leaves your body. Exactly. Just, You've got to exhume yourself. Never, never Three-week-old dumplings. Mm. Honestly, dude. But three-week-old dumplings are what the Japanese were eating during World War II, if you know what I mean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Cannibalism. Fucking hell. So, <laughs> so, so the last names, right? The bubonic plague 
Kyle's last names because workers were everyone had died. So people had to start offering higher wages and they would be like, hey, I'm going to pull John over from over here from this town and pull him over here because I know he does good work. And so they, in order to start distinguishing themselves, they started adding their working things, to their last names. So it'd be John Smith. He's the Smith. John yeah. Carpenter. He's the Carpenter. I know that part. I exactly. That part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that happened. And so you start getting all these people gathering because they're being pulled in from the like the smaller cities pulling in because there's no longer workforces and they hear, hey, in the city, they're paying like a lot more gold or I mean, or whatever, a, a lot more coin to make a better living. And that's how you started getting like these little centers of people. And everyone, of course, if they have different last name, di- different names, you can't just distinguish them as like, oh, that's John, someone's son. That's John, someone's son. That's no. Now you start going John Carpenter, John Smith john bookkeeper whatever right and that's how that that, that's basically why they started using them because of the bubonic plague so thank you for also yeah also uh it's incorrect that that the no one used masks in the bubonic plague oh no no no. yeah yeah yeah, we know the stereotypical mask is the fucking beat people did use masks like it's it was a different theory behind it because they noticed that like uh, a doctors. lot of that when people died, uh, strange odors would come out of them, and so they thought that it was miasma and that that also was causing the illness. Mm-hmm. So they wore masks to prevent it. Now we know the truth that it was actually germs and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and shit like the infections basically, and that the masks did actually help as long as like they're uh, proofs for that sort of stuff. Because they didn't it, wear it, masks. It was the masks with the smocks and the gloves, and they'd be like, yeah. and, you know, protected from it. it and it's like. Like we had an idea that like what was causing it was some sort of like invisible thing that we couldn't see because people like doctors and shit, plague mm-hmm. doctors were wearing masks mm-hmm. and they were wearing uh, they obviously because they thought it was like the miasma and the bad smell. They would put like perfume and flowers inside the beak. That's why it was so long. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did wear masks. We've been yeah. wearing masks since the bubonic plague. Like literally like the only we know this. Th- this is like. Oh, I mean, even even when the Spanish flu passed by, there was like anti-maskers. And then there was people who were like, if you don't wear a mask, you can't get on this trolley or, you know, things like that. People got arrested or fined, I mean, for not mm-hmm. wearing masks. But also, uh, you do know that the, the, like two things, two interesting facts that I know about the, the Spanish flu. You know why it's called the Spanish flu? Why? Because uh, Spain, I think, was the on- was one of the only countries that was reporting on the on the plague. Because everyone else was involved in World War Two, I think, or World oh, War One. World War One, I, I think, yeah. World War One. So, because everyone was fighting, the only country to report on it was uh, was Spain, and so it's, it was called the Spanish flu. But it wasn't just Spain that got it. Almost uh, like a huge percentage of the the war's deaths were attributed to the Spanish flu. It killed more than more people, more soldiers than actual combat did. A huge, huge percentage of the the people that died died from the flu, not the war. But the America in the particular a- sold the idea that it was the war killing all those people, mm-hmm. and so they they covered up any any hint of the plague. Damn. Yeah. So seventeen, roughly seventeen million people were killed during the First World War. An estimated twenty to fifty million people died. Holy mm-hmm. moly! A huge percentage of people died President- from the flu. President Woodrow Wilson got the flu. That's hilarious. Did he die? No, he died. 
later on. But he also, caught it. He caught it. He caught it. Okay. Also, it's estimated that the only reason the Spanish flu died down because they didn't take a lot of preventative measures and they couldn't stomp it out. It's estimated that the reason that the, or some people, some doctors and stuff estimate that the reason that uh, that the Spanish flu died or died out was because it literally died out. Everyone that it could possibly kill I killed got them. killed. And so there was no more viable hosts for it. That makes sense, honestly. Because, I mean, once the virus goes through everything, if it doesn't have time to mutate, it just... And back then, they didn't have the same kind of... Obviously, no such thing as modern medicine. When did yeah. fucking penicillin get invented? Or I mean, well, it's also... It's pretty old, but not that old, I think. Let me see. Antibiotics were invented in 1928. Penicillin was discovered 10 years after the flu, so... yeah. Yeah, but also this is a the flu is a flu virus or yeah, about twenty years. Yeah, but yeah, but it's um yeah, t- yeah. ten years, ten years basically because nineteen eighteen influenza pandemic and up until like the late eighteen hundreds, doctors weren't even washing their hands before yeah. or after surgery, so they would just come in and they'd have like dirt or whatever they have on their hands and just start operating on you, and then. Why do you think they so many people in the septic for like thirty minutes, and yeah. now all that just seeping into your blood? Exactly. It's like, oh, like, like, I don't know. It, it it baffles the mind because you think nowadays it's like, well, duh, you got to wash your hands. But people didn't couldn't even conceptualize germs or things smaller than like, oh, it, how can something be smaller than me? That makes no sense, you know. And it's like, yeah, it, it, it's very hard to conceptualize it when you have no previous. Uh, like what's it called uh, reference when you have no reference yeah. when you have no it's reference also, something. it's also people like when you're so used to things a certain way you don't want them to change exactly. it's uh it's possible to be uh purposefully ignorant about you being purposefully ignorant about a subject yeah like it's, it's just it's subconscious thing. you won't yeah, even realize because it. like okay like i'm an odd example but like let's say the average meat eater like they kind of know that if they were to look into factory farming, mm-hmm. th- their displeasure from knowing about factory farming is going to kind of outweigh their love of meat yeah. or like the displeasure from not eating meat. So what they purposefully do is they just ignore the subject and they mm-hmm. don't notice that they're ignoring the subject. Mm-hmm. Because if they did, if they really took it into account and everything and they kept focusing on it, they would turn vegan. Mm-hmm. Or vegetarian, at least, in order to like prevent the chickens and stuff and the cows mm-hmm. from like, experiencing all those horrors. Yeah. Uh, I there's like a video. Let me see if I can find it really quick. I saw something on this recently. Yeah. Because uh, I I have no problem with it honestly, but it's just that at this point, like Beyond Meat is just too expensive for me to personally justify switching everything over, you know, because I've tasted the Beyond Burgers and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, they're great. They yeah. taste just like regular burgers, but. And for the average consumer, like I told you, that's how marketing is going to beat them. Hey, Beyond Meat is six ninety nine. Why would you buy that when regular meat's still three ninety nine a pound? Like, what are you doing, yeah. idiot? You're going to spend three dollars more to save the planet? Nah, fuck that. Just make your burgers like you've always made them. It's a combination of all those things: fearing change, not understanding the product, or just straight up not being able to afford it. Sometimes. Yeah, it's uh like there's roadblocks in, in between and the way that you get them to accept and not go over those roadblocks is by allowing them to remain ignorant, like allowing themselves to convince themselves that they're ignorant. Because that's like uh, the, 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 the YouTube video that I just sent you uh, brings up a really uh, good point about it, which is the uh, 
That's what the cigarette companies did. All they had to do was make sure that uh, give people plausible deniability. So like they would fund research that, oh, the that would end up inconclusive. Basically, they don't have to say that can that that cigarettes don't cause cancer. All they have to do, like the burden it that doesn't to meet. technically cause cancer because we haven't technically been able to definitively prove it. Yeah. Right, guys? It needs more research. That's the mm-hmm. only answer that they need. It needs more research. And that allows the public to be like, oh, it needs more research. So this death stick probably isn't killing me. Or they'd you be know? like, doctor, my doctor smokes this. So that's why I do. Or ever since I started smoking, I lost like 30 pounds. And it's like, yeah. of course, it, it it's, just, it's the beginning of the stuff. So remember, because in the beginning, it was like tobacco and natural tobacco was like fine and whatever. But it's the nicotine that made it so addictive, but also the breathing it in, which made it so terrible. And you don't see cancer until like 20 or 30 years later. So once yeah. you start seeing the cancer effects and everything, you're like, I, I smoke with my baby because oh, it keeps the... It, It'll make the baby, it'll keep the baby underweight, which means it's an easy pregnancy for me to push it out. And it's like, the doctor told why me is it underweight? my baby can lose, you know, it's like, shouldn't you be asking yourself, why is the baby underweight rather than, but it makes it easy. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it, if it makes it easy, the average person's not going to care. They're going to be like, but it's easy. Why should I listen? It's easy. It's fine. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, oh, that's all you need. All you need is to give people plausible deniability and they'll, the, their brains and the, the way that they work because they don't want things to change will just take over and it'll it'll do the rest of the work for you. Exactly. And like, that's kind of what, what's going to happen here. That's kind of what is happening. Like It's, it's, it's kind of like how you said in, in cooking class, uh, in, in my high school cooking class, they showed us that video of like, this is what factory farming really is. And after the like one hour video of everyone watching it, everyone was like, Oh my god! Like I'm, I'm not gonna eat meat now. Like oh my god, what am I gonna do? But then by the time everyone woke up the next morning, they're like, "What's for breakfast?" Like bacon and eggs. It's like cool, and then you just eat, and then that's it. Like it, it was kind of the same thing with Super Size Me McDonald's. How he was trying to show you how unhealthy it would be if you, hypothetically speaking, ate that kind of stuff, supersized the stuff, you know, like how bad it could get because he gained so much weight, he lost like his libido, he so many adverse health effects how he would wake up with migraines because of his craving for the food and it was just it was crazy how much how how bad it was for everyone and then sales just went up yeah sales went up like people people didn't even see that as like oh i should do that but because you saw that a week later you'd be like i I think i'll go some free mcdonald's yeah why why do i want to get mcdonald's now that's weird you know it's like it's already in your head now you're like, huh? And you don't. It didn't make any permanent change inside of your head as to, oh, McDonald's bad. Mm-hmm. Like because that's something you have to do over time for mm-hmm. it to like stick. And like, I don't eat McDonald's. I don't like McDonald's. It tastes disgusting to me. So I haven't eaten McDonald's in like years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I still eat Jack in the Box. I still eat my uh, breakfast from Jack in the Box, and that's mm-hmm. arguably just as bad. Maybe not as bad, but still pretty high up there, even if it's not hmm because of all like oh. the sodium and everything that's yeah. packed in it but that's mm-hmm. the thing there's been too much positive advertising that has been ingrained in your head since you were a kid you like <laughs> you had no chance you have no chance yeah. against multi-billion dollar co- corporations that can just the blast you before you come onto the board exactly like, as a little kid it, mommy i want a happy meal you know it, it's they, you're, you're that's it you're done. By the time you reach that point, you're done. You don't have that sort of, when you're looking, you don't have that kind of critical thinking. But yeah. even when you do get critical thinking, it's like I said, everyone watched it. Everyone was disgusted. But the sales went up anyways because it's just been like 
30, 40, as long as they've been advertising, as long as they've existed, you've heard the red, the, the red, red and gold. You think of McDonald's, you hear that, you hear that I'm loving it. You hear everything because of how much it's been blasted. Even if, even if I spend my entire time with an ad blocker on my computer, but every time I go outside, you see the billboards, you see all the advertisements, even if you don't see them subconsciously, they're still going to affect you because you're getting hungry later. You're like kind of hungry. And then you're like, Oh there's a McDonald's. Ooh, trying to pull up. Also, it's cheap. It doesn't it's help that the guy. It doesn't help that the guy was is not really trustworthy. The guy who did supersize me. There's a lot of sketchy shit he did to get to that level of weight. Aside from just eating McDonald's, uh, like uh, and when people ask him, like wanted like uh, basically what's it called in science? Um, peer review. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted to go over his data and see everything. Right? He rejected mm-hmm. re- uh, releasing that data. I, I was gonna say because it, it is kind of sketchy what he did too because. Someone ate nothing but I think someone else tested that and they ate nothing but McDonald's, but they exercised and they kept like yes. up their routine yes. Yes. and they were perfectly yes. fine. Yes. But he yes. just straight up started eating three meals a day and then would just sit at home and be like, uh, like oh, I'm fine, you know? It's complicated, yeah. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it is complicated because of course people's bodies can be different, people's bodies can react differently, right? But if for the most part, calories in, calories out, Newton's basic law. Yeah, you cannot get yeah you, you basic law of physics of the universe you cannot get more energy out of somewhere where there is not energy energy yeah. has to be used up energy will be used up as long as the if there is more energy something's a processed at the end there'll be less energy you know like you know people are always like oh um if i just plug in my phone into a charger and then plug in the charger it, it, like into a circle i should get infinite energy right and it's like no because yeah, it's the it's process dissip- yeah, dissipating with heat dissipating with the movement of the electrons everything there's still going to be less energy at the end so of course yeah. if you just have more movement with less calories that that's all you have to do you just up yeah, your movement you lower your calories but you also can't like uh, uh just so that we don't confuse people mm-hmm. you also can't uh lose too much weight too quickly because then other metabolic mm-hmm. processes in your body are going to take over and you're going to start storing more energy than you're uh putting out through exercise and you have to increase yeah. that's why those uh game in shows moderation. where they that's why those game shows, like uh, the biggest loser or mm-hmm. the what's it called where they put you like through an intense uh exercise I, schedule I think it is that one but they they, they end up bouncing back because their metabolism they end up changes back worse and now exercise doesn't work. Their body's immune from that level of exercise. So I have to exercise even harder to to take down the pounds even more, mm-hmm. which leads them to a never ending cycle of needing to mm-hmm. basically spend 24 hours a day exercising and drinking nothing in order to uh, to mm-hmm. lose the pounds. And it, like that's why the recommended is about two pounds a week you're supposed to lose maximum like that's maximum. apparently that's a lot like i didn't i didn't know that but it's funny in the samsung health app it tells you like hey if you want to track your stuff and if you want to like set a goal so let's say i um, put like okay um these are just numbers right so it's like 250 but i want to get a 200 and it tells you if you do it really hard you can lose in 25 weeks because that's two pounds a week but that's like really hard like it tells yeah, you you're like hardcore. you have like a thousand calorie deficit so either you're not eating a lot or you are moving a lot but of course yeah. if you want to keep and maintain that lifestyle you're going to want to start with if you're doing if you're starting at nothing you can't just start by i'm going to start running marathons Sorry. if you're starting at nothing you want to just get up and move let's say 30 minutes a day and then you start moving an hour. You walk around, take a walk around the block for an hour a day. Then you start moving into jogging and then you start moving into running, do any other kind of cardio, but you slowly start building up because it's yep. like, it's kind of like if you do, like if you just start doing insanity workouts, like you're going to throw up because of how hard it is. And even if you get used to it, 
it's still going to be bad because like you said, your body's going to be used to only that kind of exercise, but it's yeah. not sustainable. You have to do something sustainable yeah. that you know you're going to be able to keep doing because you're not going to be like, oh, I reached my goal. Wait, okay, I'm done. Like, yeah. even if you're not straight up sprinting all the time, you would still want to be taking your walks, still want to be keeping up the movement. And if not building up on it, just making sure that you're eating right and, and things like that, you know? And also, the thing is, there's no such thing as bad publicity because McDonald's, as long as they, you know, even even if someone's talking bad about McDonald's, they're still going to be like, well, it's publicity. No such thing as bad publicity. It was basically a How free documentary. Huh? How did GTA become a, such a big thing? It's because parents were outraged over the game. Exactly. That's, that's how the first GTA got so big. Isn't that crazy? And it's like, yeah. and the worst part is. It says it on the box, and yet they'll get mad at the creators of the game. And it's like, fuck you, you Karen cunt. Like, this yeah, game says like, 18 and up. It's not my fault you bought it or someone bought it for your child, and you can be... Your child doesn't have fucking money. How yeah. is he going to buy a violent video game if you don't buy it for him? I'm sorry you couldn't be fucked to check the gift that your uncle or his uncle gave to him, and you couldn't be... Just, oh, let's read what it says. 18 and up for strong sexual nudity. Oh, my God. Violence. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he can't play this game. This is ridiculous. A prostitute and exactly. then her to get her money? How Eggs. is this possible? How could my child be exposed to this? Yeah, it's like, it, uh, am I wrong for not parenting my child? No, it must be the video game creators that are wrong. Like, no, there's so many barriers between the video game and getting to your child that yeah. people will get outraged over it anything like it's so fucking stupid uh i'm but yeah that's basically how it is with mcdonald's like you created like free advertising for them you create an hour-long documentary oh, also, distributed everywhere yeah uh it, it's like he had a show after that right called 30 days till or something like that yeah i saw it in class and i was watching it and i'm like this this show and the way he portrays this show mm-hmm. feel makes his super size me thing feel even more disingenuous because the very first episode is about having to live from nothing. And they kind of get some good re- some results. It's like, yeah, it's really, really hard, but it's doable. Because his wife is, is vegan. And like they were like, oh, we're not going to take any of the money we made from, from you know, Super Size Me, all of our previous jobs. We're just going to leave them, try to find a place, you know, try to make it from zero, basically. Mm. We know, we're not going to take any money. We're just going to go. We're going to get jobs. We're going to see how it is to live like uh, an average lifestyle. And they made a documentary about that. But I- here's the thing. They said they they could only get certain jobs and like even being white, you know, they couldn't do that. And it's like, but that's not what white privilege is. Mm -hmm. White privilege isn't, you know, that you get benefits from being white. It's that you don't have certain obstacles blocking you. Like, like the company checking their names wasn't an obstacle to them getting that job, Mm -hmm. which is like and basically frame certain things in such a way where it's very disingenuous towards like what the struggle he's talking about where it makes certain claims and certain things that he says inside of uh supersize me feel very um i i've said it uh, disingenuous to say the least yeah it, it casts it in a very poor light it's like mm-hmm. it makes it seem like he didn't do his research basically like even though he's experiencing this he's not like learning anything about it he's just saying like he's basically doing what we do mm-hmm. which is like saying the first thing that comes off the top of their head with the information they already have it's it, it and people treat that as like oh this is evidence this is for yeah yeah it, it's it's not remember when it's something like that like and like how we're doing here is just two dumbasses on the internet in that case it was just one dumbass on a documentary on with a tv show like it's not much different 
Exactly. You don't got to listen to us, but you do got to eat the rich. Yes. And that's Broke Till Friday. We're broke till Friday. Goodbye, my friends. We'll see you next week. Now I'ma go and eat my meat. And we're broke till Friday. Goodbye, my friends. We'll see you next week. And now I'ma go and eat my meat. And we're broke till Friday.